the show for the curious connoisseur. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I am Ryan, your guide to the greener side of life. Welcome to our Sunday snippets on the Cannabis Connoisseur podcast. Each Sunday, we bring you bite-sized insights from our past episodes, focusing on one specific topic for under 13 minutes. It's perfect for your quick coffee break or even a short drive. So let's dive into this week's snippet and unfold the wonders of cannabis together, shall we? Let's go. I wanted to talk about why, you know, we think this is an important topic, you know, before we kind of like dive in. And, and and I think knowing how cannabis can affect your lung function, I think is really helpful for a lot of people, um, whether you're a regular person that's a working person, or if you're an athlete, you want to kind of understand how, you know, like cannabis is going to affect these things. And so we're going to kind of dive in and, and check that out. We're going to see what terpenes may be involved in uh assisting with asthma possibly right um if possible we're going to talk about you know the fact that maybe 25 million people uh with 6 million of those are kids my son actually is is one of those um that has a minor form of asthma my older son um so this is kind of interesting for me as well so and also asthma has been linked to depression so mm. so like there's a lot of reasons why i think you know this is a very important topic for us to be considering just because it's so common and, and, you know, a lot of people struggle with this in, in the country, in the world. So Jack, I want to ask you, what are your thoughts on uh, today's topic, cannabis and asthma? Yeah. So we were actually talking about this before the show started. Um, I think that it's um, mm-hmm. just coming at it from a person that didn't read all the articles like that are related to cannabis and asthma. It's the the yeah. first thing I think is like, hold on, yeah. wait a minute, asthma. I shouldn't be smoking cannabis. Like, sure, maybe doing a tincture or like doing uh, some some light edible, you know, or something like that. Something where I'm not directly smoking asthma, and smoking care, vaping, smoking, what consuming cannabis. Like, I feel like it all depends on how you're doing it when it comes to asthma, because asthma is like for the lungs, right? So you got to protect your lungs, right? Yeah. We're we're taking we're doing the asthma mm-hmm. inhalant. To like uh, help out with that, it's got pump it with medicine. They do the squirt. So just coming at it from a person, just thinking out it from a person that's like, wait a minute, asthma, cannabis, smoking, bad for lungs. What are we talking about? Cannabis and asthma. They feel like I feel like they shouldn't mix. But at the same time, with these articles that we're gonna yeah. go over, I know that there's uh, there's a lot of good science and uh, and good examples that, that that and studies that have been gone through that show that you know there are benefits. We'll, we'll go over those. So yeah, I just want to come at it from that perspective. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it, it, there's there's misconceptions everywhere, right? And 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 there's also real science and real data. And we're gonna get into all that stuff. And just like we always do, just to make sure that we're covering all our bases and really to to see you know, where cannabis can possibly fit in, right? If it can, as it usually does when we talk about it, to be assisting uh, your op- or optimizing your health needs. So I think it's first to understand what asthma is, right? Um, it, it's, it's obviously like that wheezing thing that happens, but more specifically, it's an ailment where your airways swell and narrow and they start producing extra mucus. Um, and so when you have asthma, because of that, it makes it, it makes it hard to breathe. And that's where that wheezing and, and coughing and shortness of breath feeling comes in. Some people have it very minor, kind of like my son, he gets it very occasionally, which still it was scary during COVID to mm. have that as an issue. And then there's other people though, that are have it as a very debilitating uh, challenge throughout their life. And so this really is a thing. And, and for parents, it's, it's a lot of kids have it and it's very scary. 
um, to, you know, to just see your kids struggling for air, obviously, no matter what the situation is. So want to make sure that there's always, you know, something that is scary for the person too, whether if you're adult also, obviously. So um, I make sure that we, you know, do what we can to protect ourselves. And, you know, again, uh, help ourselves feeling best and optimize. And there's different types of asthma, right? So we talk about kids that often are running around and they start needing the inhaler afterwards, and that's exercise-induced asthma or bronchoconstriction, right? Uh, you may hear EIA, EIB um, is, are the two kind of acronyms for that. And then you have allergic asthma, and that, um, you know, uh, is when allergies and asthma kind of hit at the same time, often during springtime, that can happen, right? Obviously around now, childhood asthma, that's just something that kind of happens during with children under the age of five, it seems. Um, and then occupational asthma, maybe sometimes, you know, from your job, um, the environment that you're in, if you're, you know, breathing in, not, you know, gaseous smokes or something that are really messing with your airways, that can cause occupational asthma, asthma, right? So um, there's traditional ways to treat it. You can use medications to keep inflammation low because this is actually really what it is at the end of the day. It's inflammation. So you can take medications for that. Um, you can take inhaled corticosteroids, um, inhaled long-acting beta-2 agonists, which help open the airways immediately. It's a lot of times what you see in the inhalers, obviously. And then leukotriene modifiers, and these block the chain reaction that increases airway uh, inflammation inside of your lungs, right? So um, there's a lot of traditional ways that you can, you know, assist with asthma. Um, and the number one, you know, misconception when we talk about natural alternatives, or one of the big misconceptions, um, is that cannabis is linked to asthma. And it can be. It can be linked to asthma, but not definitively, right? Um, if you smoke it, that absolutely is going to be, uh, you know, a possibility at that point if you're smoking cannabis. However, we're going to see there's been studies that have kind of shown otherwise. But if you use other delivery methods like tablets or tinctures like Jack was talking about before, like you were talking about, Jack, um, and, and vaping, actually, it, it's not as bad. And actually, th there's been no uh, there's been no cause at all between any of those things. So if you use those methods, you're not going to be linking cannabis with asthma. If you smoke, there's a possibility, right? Um, so some of the facts I learned were kind of interesting. And, and, and there's an article that I'll post here, Jack, that was on Project uh, CBD that actually our, our buddy Isla found for us. Um, back in March, it was very recent. And, uh, and that's because it's probably tis the season to talk about this type of stuff. But um, I want to go over some of that. So some of the stuff I found, you know, just on the history and fun facts is that cannabis has been assisting with asthma or, um, you know, um, stopping asthma or assisting with asthma since eight, the 1800s. That's a long time that we've been using cannabis for asthma, which I think is people now don't even consider it for asthma, but we were back in the 1800s considering it for asthma. Um, so a lot of people may be asking, like, doesn't smoking cause asthma? And it's definitely not ideal. Um, but it's not as bad actually as what we found, uh, compared to smoking with nicotine or cigars, you know, nicotine, any of that type of stuff. And so there was a study in the 1970s, um, that showed when experiments of medical weed showed that although tobacco caused air, your airways to narrow when smoked, um, smoking cannabis opens up your airways. That's actually some of the, that's found. So smoking nicotine will actually close your airways. 1970s studies saw that smoking cannabis would open your airways. Um, they 
only looked at a few patients and um, they used that had asthma and they compared it with um, exercise and a few other challenges. They did find that marijuana and the short-acting beta, uh, beta agonists inhalers immediately opened the patient's airways after those studies. So they used exercise and the patients to kind of like paired the two and uh they found that both of them were immediately opening airways so it's kind of interesting that these you know but you know moving forward the inhaler you know continues into american life and then obviously cannabis is left behind <laughs> because of the laws and then there was a 2006 case study uh that had 1200 participants a little bit more that demonstrated that even heavy cannabis smoking was not associated with lung cancer and other types of aerodigestive tract cancers. Um, and then the finding was also corroborated, uh, corroborated by another report in the International Journal of Cancer, which concluded results from our pooled analysis provide little evidence for an increased risk of lung cancer among habitual or long-term cannabis smokers. So not to say it can't happen, but not as likely as, as you know, other, other, you know, avenues. So there's different things we want to look at in there. So why, you know, what happens? Like, why is cannabis so effective, right? So cannabis and bronchodilation. One of the things they found in these studies is that uh, bronchodilation is actually the reversal of what happens when you have hyperinflation or hyperinflammation and asthma, right? That constriction, um, the bronchodilation does the complete opposite of that. So that was one of the things they found is that cannabis goes in and it dilates your airways, which is kind of cool, specifically in the lungs. Uh, or it can if you're using the right components, and we'll talk about that too. So there's a few other things that they found when they were doing these when they were doing the research that cannabis can specifically uh, affect. When it comes to asthma, cannabis can actually help with the pain because you know when you're going through those asthma attacks, like there's a lot of sharp pain associated in your chest, and cannabis can obviously help with pain. Um, it's an anti-inflammatory. A lot of what happens, almost everything with asthma is just inflammatory. So if we can cut off the inflammation, we know that both THC and CBD are very effective with inflammation or anti-inflammation. It's anti-spasmatic, spasmodic. So the bronco, helping with managing the bronchoconstriction, they saw that when someone was in the middle of asthma attack, THC was actually more effective than CBD or the other cannabinoids and opening up your airways, which was kind of interesting and not something that I would actually expect.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one token at a time. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on Pod. Connex, and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.